lovely, it's Shauna Lee, and welcome back to the Soul Frequency Show podcast, where we're stepping into the light and raising our frequency together. Each week, we get to return to this sacred space to have conversations about the things we all experience in life, love, health, and career. A space where we, as spiritual beings, having this human experience, can amplify our gifts and remember our truth. The title of this episode is Scalar Energy and EMF. I've been really excited, you guys, to share something so cool that I recently discovered. It like it has this like it's still blowing my mind, literally. It had this profound, immediate effect on my life. And you know when you find something amazing and you can't wait to pass it along? That's where I'm at with this. So here's a little background. I obviously feel energy really intensely, energy of every kind. And I've been on this personal journey of really cleaning up my energetic space in every single way. So being mindful of the energy of others in my environment, clearing my space daily, um, understanding like how devices and electronics are affecting my energy, all of that kind of stuff. So for most of us, like we don't really realize what life is like these days without a TV and a cell phone and cell towers and wireless routers and Wi-Fi. I mean, it's everywhere we go, right? We're inundated with it. And so it would be hard to like know life without it or what the effects are on our bodies, on our minds, right? On our energy. So a few months back, I got this big download that these are like at the root of some, of a lot of people's like mystery symptoms or things they've got going on in their life, like health wise. And that we're really being affected by this. And we don't, we don't know how to track it, right? Because we're around it all the time. And so Certainly some people are more sensitive than others, but here are some of the, you know, just things that are kind of reported as symptoms of EMF exposure. So things like sleep disturbances, insomnia, headaches, um, like depression or depressive symptoms, tiredness, fatigue, itchy skin, lack of concentration, um, changes in memory, things like dizziness, maybe even shorter attention span, which I think really affects like all of us, but kids too, like immensely kids. So I've tried various products like the help with EMFs, but I never really like understood every angle of the topic. Although like my intuition tells me it's very important. So one day I came across a website and an article that like sent my truth meter like into the stratosphere. Like I couldn't believe how incredible this article was on scalar energy and what truth it was. And so I followed it. I found myself trying out a product that literally the second I plugged it in, like I could feel the shift in energy. So the company is called Blue Shield, B-L. U-S-H-I-E-L-D. Um, I ordered the device. It came to my house. I like felt the energy shift immediately. And so did my son. It's really interesting. He was like, what is that? What is that? 
um, when I plugged it in. And so I immediately had to find the owner of this company and um, have him on the show and have him talk about this technology and what's so different about it because it's really different than other solutions that don't work as well for EMFs. And so what's even cooler is not only is he on the show, but he's also extending you guys a discount so that if you feel like resonant with this, you can experience this like profound quick shift in energy around your house. So you can go to thesoulfrequency.com forward slash E-M-F protect. That's all one word, E-M-F protect. And you can get the 10% discount if you enter the code soul frequency uh, during checkout. There's a little area where you can put in the code. So Brandon Amalani joins me on the show today. He's the owner and president of Blue Shield Global USA, which distributes innovative science-backed EMF protection products in North America. He has over a decade of experience in the natural health and wellness industry from retail sales to business management and product development. So with no further ado, Brandon Amalani. Hey, Brandon, welcome to the show. Hey, Shanna, thanks for having me. Yes, so I'm gonna give a little background before we even dive into you and your company um, because one of the things that I'm most passionate about on this show and I get so excited about is when I find something that has a profound impact on my life, I wanna tell everybody about it. And I, like everybody knows who listens to the show, we're like, I don't know, 190 episodes in, I'm extremely energetically sensitive. I'm an intuitive. I work in the energetic fields. And so I feel energy. And for much of my life, as we have continued to surround ourselves with technology, it has impacted me just in the way that I feel. Like I can walk into a room and feel the energy coming off of electronics and things like that. And I've done a number of different things to try to lessen that impact for me. Um, but when I bought your product, I had such a profound um, experience with it on an energetic mm -hmm. level that I basically had to find you somehow and get you on the show. So here we are, <laughs> and I'm so excited to share about this, but I want you to share just what, what it what brought you to this moment? What had you discover this technology and create this company? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about talking about this stuff as well, because uh, as many people may or may not know, it's EMF, electromagnetic radiation in the environment from Wi-Fi, all the technology that we use, you know, it's a type of pollution we don't really get a vote on. It's just put out there and we're just expected to deal with it. Most people have no understanding of like how it affects the biology. So, um, you know, how I got into the technology was actually through um, an acupuncturist colleague of mine. Um, we, we do a lot of um, rare herb sourcing and, and formulating and stuff like this. And we noticed that one of our clients had a, um, a detox reaction to an EMF product protection product that they plugged into the wall. And I thought this was fascinating for, because for years I had, you know, worn pendants and, you know, knew that there was something to the electromagnetic thing with a, you know, Chinese medicine background. Uh, but I, I've never really found anything that really seemed to satisfy like both the left and the right brain, the, the understanding, the philo philosophy and the science. Um, as far as protecting the body against EMF, I never found a product that really worked or really done anything. 
But when I heard about this patient that had a detox reaction within the first week of, of plugging in this device, that piqued my interest. So from there, I actually met the gentleman named uh, Mark Langdon, and he's the um, co-inventor and the founder of Blue Shield um, out of New Zealand. And um, basically signed an NDA, I got to look deeper at the tech and the research and, and some of the things that they had been doing with the animal research, with the human studies uh, in New Zealand. And uh, it really kind of blew my mind. And I knew that, you know, a lot of people in the, the West didn't really know about it. You know, they didn't know that there was an actual solution that worked um, that's, you know, outside of psychosomatic effects, meaning there's no placebo. It worked on the biology, whether you believe in it or not. And uh, that got me started in and wanting to share that with people and really kind of get that information out there. So just so for people who might just be starting off with, maybe they've heard the word EMF, like, can we just go a little bit into like, what are electromagnetic frequencies and how are they interacting with the body? So yeah, the uh, electromagnetic frequencies um, are, so there's two predominant types that we like to talk about because the, the earth actually produces native EMF. So there's an electromagnetic fields that are actually beneficial for human health. Uh, in fact, we're electromagnetic water machines if you really break it down to a, just a purely physical level. And then there's wireless radiation that's coming from um, radio towers, since AM radio, um, Wi-Fi's, computers, TVs, you know, cell phones, anything that you're using that requires electrons or electricity to actually power it. Um, smart meters, for example, these things uh, emit electromagnetic radiation that's chaotic meaning it's not coherent. So the body perceives this electromagnetic radiation as a threat. And what it does is it amounts an immune response to the EMF, kind of like it would towards a virus or something. And you can imagine uh, EMF is pervasive and constant, and it's these repetitive frequencies that are happening over and over and over. And the body is constantly attacking that. That drains immune power, uh, which weakens our biofield and our immunity and therefore you know, physical structures in our body. Exactly. Yeah. And what is it? I just wanted to touch on this because um, I know it's a big subject too, and I get asked about it every once in a while. But as they're starting to roll out like 5G technology, what does that mean to all of this? Yeah. So for people with understanding 5G, that's a big buzzword right now, and it's very important to understand what it is and, and how it works. Uh, and I don't get too technical. I, I like to simplify things and distill things down so people can have a, just a uh, a common sense understanding with this kind of stuff. 5G just is the fifth generation of this wireless technology. So 4G, 3G, 5G, 6G, whatever they come out with next exists on a bandwidth of electromagnetic spectrum, right? So we have lightness and light in the universe and we have darkness. So this light on the electromagnetic um, spectrum uh, is either higher or lower frequency, but all of it, whether it's 3G, 4G, or 5G, uh, is very high frequency, and it's not a frequency range that we've really evolved to deal with, especially in the way it's transmitted and the way it affects our biology. Yeah, so I think it, we're in a landscape where we really need to understand this, right? It's like, like you said, we you know tend to understand the things that we can see more, the things that are tangible as far as like toxins or things we're interacting with. So let's say like the food and stuff like that. But because we don't see this, I think it's less understood or talked about. And I being like sensitive to energy, like I feel it more than anything. Mm-hmm. And when, so looking for solutions, you know, and the interesting thing about it is, is that because it's a pervasive thing, right? Like, I mean, nobody's really away from technology these days, like 
unless they're going way out into, you know, the woods or something. And so we can somewhat become accustomed to the problems it's causing in our body, like as if, and not knowing where it's really stemming from. Do you find that? Yeah, because a lot of the symptoms are synonymous with how people feel on a regular basis. If they're not eating correctly, they're not getting enough movement or exercising, not breathing, not allowing the mind to stop hoarding energy and allow that to circulate to the other organ systems, like through practices of meditation. So, you know, nausea, headaches, fatigue, um, sore eyes, um, skin rashes. Not a lot of people are sensitive to things like heart palpitations and things that happen that might just feel like a blip and then they just go on about their normal day. A lot of these uh, symptoms that are associated with EMF um, are, are things that people experience naturally. And it makes sense because it's really the body becomes weakened by these electromagnetic fields. The immune system is reduced and the body has uh, everybody's on different levels of the bell curve, so to speak, as far as their genetic potential, and where they're stronger and weaker. So different people are going to have different uh, symptoms, which is really hard to nail down. And, and, you know, in the reductivist scientific method, we try and like make everybody the same and have the standard, which is just not the truth in reality. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And you wrote an article that I think is a must read article on your website about scholar energy. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Uh, Yeah. Scalar. Scalar. Scalar energy. And and from, you know, there's a lot of talk, like, especially in the circles of like, you know, spirituality or energy work about scalar energy. And it really is talked about as a generally positive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I read your article, I thought it was such a powerful article. Can you talk a little bit about, I know it's getting into some like technical details, but I think it's important. And since we talk about energy on the show all the time, between the transverse waves and longitudinal scalar waves? Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's a really big uh, question. And um, there's a lot of depth that we could go into there because a lot of people, first of all, know scalar um, uh, as a more or less uh, by different names. So you have longitudinal waves, you have zero point energy, tachyon, uh, radiant energy, uh, gravitic waves, you know, there's all these types of names like Tesla waves or Tesla fields, not to be confused with uh, micro Tesla or the measurement of magnetic energy. Uh, But these standing waves that when you eliminate electromagnetic radiation of all kinds and bring things to a zero point, that there's still a radiant leftover energy uh, that's behind all things. So some people call it the imprint informational field uh, of of the galaxy. So this is treading heavily into quantum physics, uh, line theory, all this kind of stuff that is kind of more modern. Um, And, you know, we have a lot of mainstream scientists, you know, we have particle accelerators, we're exploring the subatomic space, but essentially scalar energy is a longitudinal waveform that's super luminal. So it moves faster than the speed of light. And the way we use it in blue shield technology is is really, it's really beneficial in a sense that um, our our algorithm basically imprints or piggybacks onto the scalar wave and scalar is nice because it can move through physical matter without being subject to the inverse square law which any electromagnetic energy in the universe is, um, dissipates or loses power over distance and scalar doesn't. So it'll go right through your walls, concrete, uh, steel, um, and it'll just have an amazing biological effect on the body, which in and of itself is, is massive. I mean, it can normalize uh, millivolt cell potential, uh, improve circulation, just like a pulsed magnetic field does, except it doesn't have any uh, physical component to it. Um, so 
long and short, like the, the transverse waves are waves that kind of move up and down. Like if you've ever seen an oscilloscope, you'll see this up and down movement. And all of those waveforms can have different shapes. So you've maybe heard of square waves, which is on off. You have sine waves, triple sawtooth waves, triangular waves. There's many, many different ways to manipulate a signal. Um, the scalar component um, does not exist in 3D space. So it moves along the axis of time itself, essentially at least theoretically, because there's a lot of aspects we know biologically this works. We know it's a phenomenon. Uh, Tesla kind of proved it throughout the lineage of, of, of scalar knowledge back from when uh, James Clerk Maxwell originally theorized it and wrote down the mathematical equations uh, around it. Um, so it gets a little into a, I don't know, I would call it more of like a mysterious or kind of a strange um, kind of woo-woo space because, you know, people, that when they talk about faster speed of light and you can't really crystallize it, freeze it, put it under a microscope and really stop it to analyze it and, and dissect it from a reductive, reductionist uh, scientific standpoint, um, it, it becomes like intangible. But when we start to apply it to biological systems, like when we test it on animals, when we test it on humans, uh, we have profound biological effects and we start to see kind of the underpinning, the, the yin energy, so to speak, that produces all the yang energy in the, the universe. Yeah. And it's a lot of, you know, I have a friend who has gone through like rigorous tests with her psychic um, ability to heal the body. And they, and they, you know, they've been able to test that, that the scalar energy is what is occurring, right? When she is actually um, healing people mm -hmm. and distance healing people. So, you know, I think it's, I think it's, it's time to really, you know, be known. And I know it's, you know, was research back in the Tesla days, but I think it's um, being utilized in a lot of different ways. And it's very fascinating to me. And I feel that, you know, even just introducing, like, even if people are listening, going, I don't understand exactly what this means, that when we introduce this information into the consciousness, right, that, that we start to, to understand and pick up on it or see it in our environment more and more or come across an article, right? Mm -hmm. And read about it. And I think the more that we just are interacting with it, the more it's making it um, more understood by the collective. And yeah, absolutely. And quantifiable um, because I mean, really right. we're, we're taking very complex uh, quantum theory and making something structure function out of it, you know, something we can use and something that's tangible, uh, that seems to come from a intangible um, source. Yes. Uh, and I'm so passionate about that. I'm like, that is what we're going to do is bring it down to earth, right? Like make something from it that helps people. So tell us how the, the Blue Shield device is works. Like what are the insides of that? So the insides of it, and I love this question. I love it because mm -hmm. a lot of people have pulled them apart, looked at it, and they're like, there's no coils. It's just a microprocessor and a circuit board and LEDs. And that's exactly right. That's what it is. If you open it up, that's, that's what you see. And um, you know, since Tesla's time, since people have been working on this um, over the last few decades, you know, the understandings evolved quite a bit. You know, and the old, the old Blue Shield, um, uh, they used to be called Electroshield. They've gone through a couple of different names and branding, but basically they, the portable unit used to be the size of a PC keyboard. I mean, it was huge. It had coils on it, all this kind of stuff. But then they started learning more about how to cultivate or um, concentrate and transmit scalar energy that they found that the cleanest way is not using radio frequencies, magnetic fields. There's lots of different ways to create scalar energy inherently, uh, but using light is very, very efficient and effective in a sense. And that's how our body endogenously 
communicates with itself using biophotons or light. Um, our cells are actually, um, the mitochondria in our cells are actually bacterial in nature and it, they've evolved to sense changes in uh, temperature and light and things of this nature to regulate itself. Um, so this, this understanding of, of, of nature and these natural laws are what make Blue Shield so effective. We pull in the, the, these aspects of um, chaos or randomization. So you're never stimulated with the same combination of frequencies twice. You know? We're never in the same point in time space uh, and we move through the galaxy. And, and if you don't believe that, I mean, just try and write your name, your signature down uh, a thousand, a million, two million times uh, and try and get one of those to match up under a microscope perfectly. It's not gonna happen because everything's changing. You're a different person at every given moment. Your cells are dividing. They're taking in nutrients, there's eliminating waste. So all these frequencies associated with all these little, um, these processes that happen both in our body and in nature with insects, different light frequencies throughout the different days, you know, there's all of these kind of things happening and they're moving with a specific rhythm, specific cadence. So to, in order to have a technology that mitigates the effects of electromagnetic radiation, which the, the number one aspect of that is that it's a constant pulsed field. So you're, you're getting a repetitive pattern. So if you think about it as a nutrient in your body, if you get one nutrient too much, too much, too much, it's gonna become a burden on the body and the liver and trying to digest it and you'll, be, you'll get an allergy to it. And that's essentially what we're, what we're experiencing with EMF is that we're just having more and more cell towers go up. We're having satellites put into orbit and people are becoming more sensitive to it um, over time and it, almost like you were getting an allergy to it. So the way Blue Shield works is it sends these signals that have coherence and um, you know, chaos, essentially randomization. So your body never gets used to it uh, in a way that moves just like nature, incorporates na natural laws. And what happens is the body, you're, we're not blocking anything. We're not getting rid of the Wi-Fi. We're not, um, you know, we're not changing anything in the environment. So your devices still work. Everything's cool on that level. But what's happening at the cell level is your body's in training with the frequencies and it's like um, using a old school radio, you're turning the dial. Um, and when you're on the radio station that you're getting a coherent sound from, meaning it's not just static, it's a song that you can listen to and follow along that has a, uh, the information there. It doesn't mean all the other carrier signals aren't bouncing around the airwaves. You can tune into them at any time, you just change the station, but you're listening to that one station um, and, and you can only pay attention to one at a time. So at the cell level, the body's paying attention to Blue Shield. And what happens almost miraculously, honestly, is that the body stops fighting the EMF. The inflammation markers go down, the white blood cell counts normalize. Um, we've seen this in animals and humans. And um, what's nice about that is that if there was something actually attacking the body or harming the body, you would still see the inflammation, you'd still see the white blood cell account. But the fact that the body kind of tunes into these pulses that happen every half minute, um, it, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing that you can tune your biofield, your body, your cells into a different spectrum to where you can walk in and out of magnetic fields and not be affected by them. Which is yes. Really interesting. And what's so cool about this is I'm going to relate what you're saying to what I do in my work, which is that we can tune into a frequency of information and, and basically a set of opportunities, right? And live in that set of opportunities and in that frequency and not even re be interacting with others that exist, right? That we, right. and looking at this from like a standpoint of personal development is that I really feel like it's the wave of the future to understand how we move into a frequency space, which has like 
certain thing, you know, predictable things that will come into your life or opportunities or people that resonate at that level. And it can feel like somebody that's in a different frequency state doesn't even exist, right? That we, right. we're going to tune into like certain things and that in tuning into something, we're tuning out of something else. Right. It's like you buy a new car and all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, I find like, that's why I was loving everything that you've written. Cause I'm, I do this in a different way, right? Like I'm not doing it with EMS, you know, with EMFs or looking at it through that lens, but it's the same exact principle in the work that I do and how I intuit energy, um, as what is created here. And you said something that I say all the time, which is how do we take this? That seems very woo woo or out there or wow. Like, can we even get our head around this? And make it something that's helpful and tangible, right? right. To, exactly. the, to those of us living in, you know, in the three-dimensional reality, which is shifting all the time. So, and I love the analogy about, you know, the concept of food allergies, that if we ate the same food all the time, our body would become allergic to it. And that we need that, that rhythm. It's like the music of life, the pulse of life to be right. constantly changing. And that's what's problematic about a lot of EMF uh, products on the market, especially ones that kind of tend to copy our, our uh, research and, you know, just write the write similar things on their website, but they don't have technology to kind of back it up. They're, they're using just a handful of frequencies and they're not, they might be oscillating, but they're not changing in an appropriate rhythm that matches nature. Um, and this is problematic too, because it's hitting like your DNA, like a hammer's hitting it and over and over. And what's going to happen is it's going to break. You wouldn't just eat three different, four different nutrients in your diet and expect to be healthy. You know, like the, these devices that are even, and that's, that's what we found out, um, Mark and his team found out in the early nineties that I thought was just shocking when I first heard it, but it's kind of like, duh, that makes sense. Is that, um, there's no good or bad frequencies. Right, so you have frequencies that um, are in the ultra low range. Like a lot of people um, talk about the Schumann resonance, right? You see a lot of Schumann resonance generators, and for people that don't know that uh, Schumann resonance, the average of that resonance, which is also changing, uh, is seven point eight three hertz, and that's a considered an ultra low frequency range. Um, a lot of people make pulsing devices that just pulse a magnetic field or radio frequency in some cases at that rate. And what happens is the body ends up tuning it out because it sees it as artificial. The natural Schumann resonance isn't like that. And, and again, a little deeper understanding, there's two ba basic magnetic fields. There's the uh, static magnetic field. It's kind of like the earth magnet from the molten lava core. And then you have the Schumann resonance, which is generated by all the lightning strikes all over the planet. It's a dynamic kind of moving field. Um, so yeah, the, the understanding of this, uh, that there's no good or bad frequencies is, is paramount to our work because like you can take a good frequency and make it bad because of how you're transmitting it. Or you could take something that what we quote unquote call bad, like a microwave frequency, a gigahertz range, you know, just super high frequency. Uh, and if it lasts less than 15 seconds, it's actually stimulating the immune system and bolsters immunity. Uh, but if it's repetitive again and, and lasting long-term that causes long-term damage uh, in the end. So, yeah, and a very like uh, bird's eye view to way to look at everything is from a state of neutrality, right? And it's all how something is, you, you can't just say something is black or white or good or bad or, you know, it, in truth, when you really look into it, um, it's all kind of neutral and you have to look at the details of how, right? The how and the why and the interaction. So it's it's so mm -hmm. powerful. And I think one of the also the things that kind of blew me away when I was reading your article is in regards to the two different, you know, the 
the two different waves, the transverse component and the other, mm-hmm. the longitudinal component. And you were talking about like cages and we certainly have one of those that a cage around our Wi-Fi. but can you talk about the limitations of that? Yeah. So, um, there's, there's a popular theory out there with, um, EMF protection that, um, as long as you isolate yourself from the known reality that you can actually, uh, mitigate the effects of, of, of electromagnetic radiation, uh, which is popularized by these uh, Faraday cages. So a Faraday cage is something that blocks all known electromagnetic frequencies. So what's interesting about scalar is that it goes right through that. So being that everything has a yin and yang component, you know, positive and negative, uh, everything has a, um, um, a physical component and then a non-physical informational component. Kind of like if you've ever seen the Kirlian photographs of lizards getting their tails cut off, you know, they still have the energetic aspect of the tail there, even though their physical limb was removed, some of these kind of ideas. Um, everything has a blueprint, essentially, um, of how it should be, how it should function, because indifferentiated stem cells will morph into any cell needed. It's just what's guiding the need, you know, what's creating the structure. Um, so this is important when you are trying to sleep in a Faraday cage, which I do not recommend because you're actually blocking a lot of natural beneficial frequencies and energies. Um, uh, you're also not getting rid of the scalar component of the informational field because literally and the, the most advanced science that we understand, and there's a lot we still don't understand. I mean, we just figured out, or like I should say, we just proved that there's black holes, right? But we've known about the theory of black holes for a long time. Um, we got, we got to kind of take into perspective that a lot of tests haven't been done on Faraday cages and if still by biological effects after the fact of using it. Just because you can bring something down on a trifilmeter or a, any type of measuring device or apparatus doesn't mean you're not being affected biologically uh, by the energy coming from these things because all points in time space are in fact connected. We're all, everything's interconnected. You just really can't get away from it. So the idea of like living in a bubble, living in a cage, not only is it impractical for most people when they could just get a blue shield, it's just are people living really in true. a cage? There's people that sleep in that stuff. They'll put cages on their really? smart meter. Well, it's funny because some people aren't really <laughs> building true Faraday cages and they're caging up their smart meter. Meanwhile, the energy company is still getting the signal. So that proves it's not working because if it was actually blocking everything, you know, you wouldn't get the signal. And then, you know, people that are blocking smart meters with those cages, the energy company ends up coming out and tearing them down anyway. So yeah, people are sleeping in these things and oh um, they don't really understand... Uh, here's another example. This is a good one. Um, you know those little uh, laptop protectors? Like you have your laptop on like some sort of board and then you put that on your lap. Um, I don't know if you've ever used Yeah, that. I've seen. No, I've never used it. Yeah, so those is kind of interesting. Um, what it does, you can take a measuring device. Okay, it's blocking the electromagnetic fraction of that, um, what's coming off of this device. Um, but you'll notice after a few minutes sitting there with it that the metal that they typically use on that will actually start to get hot. So it's converting that electromagnetic energy into heat. And that heat's being transferred to your lap, but that heat still has the original information because nothing has been done to actually change the structure of that informational field um, from the computer. So you're still oh, wow. kind of getting it. And the, the, the scalar component is oftentimes several times more damaging to the DNA um, than the, the physical structure of the body. So you won't get the superheating effect on the skin, but you'll get deeper um, carbon structure damage uh, on the DNA level. 
Fascinating stuff. So here's, I'm going to give my, like what happened when I plugged my device in, because again, like most things, my experiences, I'll leave it at that, that most different products that have to do, you know, that talk about EMF protection, like you don't notice anything, right? I mean, it's like you, I'm not feeling it at an energetic level. I'll say that. When I plug this in, like, which my son, who's almost seven, was home, like, he immediately said to me, mommy, what's that? Like, and I felt my whole body, like, it felt like my body was unknowingly to me plugged into a wall, like plugged into an electric socket. And then someone just pulled the plug out. And because it's always been plugged into electrical socket, I didn't register that as like, oh, I'm plugged into an electrical socket. But when I plugged in the Blue Shield device, my whole body just went whoop, like it just all relaxed. And then for the next two days, I was like in a state of just, I think it was total relaxation that I had never felt, which felt like, I don't, I don't know what to do. You know, like, I don't know what to do with this state that I'm feeling in my body. Like it just felt so different. And my son felt it quite a bit. I mean, he talked about it for a day. I think he talked about it and then it just was off of his radar. After the second day, I felt totally normal again, but I have felt since then, like I would say it's an, it's an not feeling like the push in life or the stress or the pressure. It's like a much more sustained, like relaxed feeling, which begs to then say, because I've always said to myself, like, oh, I have this like push energy to my personality. And now I'm like rethinking that. Like, I don't think it was that. I've always known I've been sensitive to, you know, Wi-Fi and electrical devices, but I actually think um, that feeling of like, I don't know if you want to call it like a ramped up energy or like, it just feels like plugged into a socket, like, Mm -hmm. um, is not really part of my personality. I think it's what has been interacting, you know, with all of these electronic devices. Right. More of a byproduct than your actual nature. Exactly. Which is, you know, I think it's always a mind blowing when you realize certain things. Like I know people have those experiences when they start eating differently. It's like, oh gosh, I'm not agitated anymore. Right. Oh, that's not just who I am. That was because I was eating things that my body wasn't happy with, or, you know, we can have those experiences in a lot of different ways, Mm -hmm. but, um, but I'm curious what other effects, like, you know, what do you, what do you, what's in the detox effect realm that you see with the product? Well, that's, that's an interesting thing because you, you mentioned noticing it and people who tend to need it and notice it more. Um, there's some people that have just an amazing genetic constitution, man, nothing bugs them. They never get sick. You know, you can, that's my husband. You, yeah. You he can. didn't notice it at all, but he's, <laughs> we, we call it Viking immunity around here. Cause he's Norwegian. Like <laughs> he never gets sick. Nothing ever phases him. Yeah. My wife actually didn't feel anything at first either. She wasn't sensitive, um, back then. And, and back then she was working a, a different job from home. Um, and it was stressful it was freight forwarding. So she was dealing with, uh, shipments and, you know, trucking problems and, you know, things, it was a high stress job. And uh, I noticed she was a lot more calm. She didn't notice anything, but I could kind of observe that behavior and, and that peace that kind of comes through the house um, when, when everybody's kind of feeling good and tuned into the, the same frequency range. And um, But what's interesting, though, is that she became sensitive down the road after a few years of having this in the house and carrying it with her all the time. Uh, because it has long-term accumulative effects, um, kind of like an adaptogenic herb, it kind of regulates and strengthens and optimizes the body over time. Um, she She 
has had experiences where she would pull into like Whole Foods or something like that and park on the opposite side of a wall where they had a bank of smart meters and she'd feel just off like whoa I feel something's going on here and then come to find out she walked into the store and noticed that she just parked near a bank of smart meters so there, there's there's that potential for becoming more sensitive which I think is a good thing some people are actually scared of it because they're like oh I don't know if I want to feel all this craziness around me but it's actually a, a really good thing when you sensitize yourself to your diet or your environment or any of these kind of things it means you're becoming uh, stronger more perceptive and, and more uh, bringing more conscious awareness into your life which I think is really important. Um, a lot of people, you know, they do get a detox effect. About um, 65% of our clients um, have, have that effect. It typically happens with people um, more so that are elderly or have a chronic stress in their life or um, just have some kind of underlying health condition going on. Um, the, the scalar is interesting because it's super luminal um, or, or faster than the speed of light. It affects the subatomic structures that hold atoms together. Right, so this is working mentally, emotionally, physically, and spirit, spiritual levels. So, we'll hear people uh, having these physical detox symptoms, metals in their mouth, this taste, and just their elimination pathway is able to open up and and have enough energy to kind of eliminate toxins that have just been hanging around because the body just didn't have enough energy prior. Or we'll hear like old injuries coming up. Uh, people's you know ha might have an old shoulder injury that popped up, and which is a good sign because the the way that the uh, neurology is mapping the, the system, it's kind of going through and uh, correcting imbalances in reverse order. So you might have chronic headaches, right? But your body might need to work on one or two other things before getting to that. So it gives the body this, this surplus energy uh, simply due to the fact that your body's not trying to fight EMF all the time. Yeah, it's so powerful. I mean, I just, I felt it and I, I think there's something like, I don't know. I mean, I'm this is just intuitively, but it felt like my body knew that this was powerful and that this was changing things, right? Like it was immediate, like just an awareness that this is something that this works. Like there was no doubt, you know what I mean? And it happened literally the second I plugged it in, mm -hmm. like you could feel the shift in the energy in, you know, in the room. And that was, you know, you just don't get that like every day, you know, it's not an experience you have every day. And so it's been powerful. And it's funny because you bring up the great point that sometimes we don't necessarily track, you know, the shifts that we're having to what's actually causing them, you know, like with your wife, it's like, you're noticing certain things in her and sometimes we don't notice things in ourselves. Right. Um, but you know, it'd be interesting to look back and even after those two days and where our bodies just kind of got used to it or regulated or didn't, weren't perceiving it anymore as a different energy in the room. Um, mm -hmm. I would say there's probably a lot more calmness, like, and just a lot more, I, I mean, peace is a great word that you use, peacefulness, um, you know, in the home in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just that energy. So what are the different, we have the plug-in, which is like a black, it's not very big, right? How big is it? The plug-in? Oh, it's um, maybe a few inches. Um, yeah. I, I have the specs on the website. I don't know off the top of my head, but it's like four or five inches long and then, you know, two or three inches um, deep. So right. it just hangs on the, the plug. You just plug it right in. There's no wires or anything. And that one actually just uh, was redesigned. So it's 30% more powerful than the old version. It's a white one now. We, we just actually just received the shipment don't even have the photos on the website yet, but uh, it's it's going to be up and about in the next week. And uh, yeah, it's white. Really I need nice. to upgrade. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome. And then um, that one is really good for uh, low to medium 
um, EMF environment. So they both cover such a vast distance uh, as far as how, how far the um, scalar uh, wave is transmitted. Um, but I like to think of it in more terms of you know, how much EMF exposure you're exposed to. Uh, AntennaSearch.com is a great reference, you know, but you know, in places where um, you know, New York, Seattle, for instance, where there's dozens of cell phone towers per mile, it seems like, um, most people kind of need the cube in this day and age. Uh, it's double the signal strength. So the louder you're, it's, think of it like the cells hearing stuff. So you want it as loud to as possible. To be louder, yeah. Yeah, so, so it can compete with the EMF. Um, I think we need a cube. I wanted to try the plug-in because I've tried different things and, you know, you got to try it and make sure. sure it's like the real deal. And now I'm like, oh, we probably need the cube. So how far, like, I mean, how big of a house or an apartment or wherever people live, like what is the cube going to cover? Well, the, the cube covers 90 meters in all directions. So 90 yards. If you tie a string to the center of the cube and take that string out in 90 yards, almost a football field length, uh, and move in any direction, you're going to have coverage. Uh, the the benefit to having a stronger scalar emitter in that, which is a more of a panel of diodes, um, that is basically um, going to create a much louder signal for the cells to hear. And once it can hear it, it can entrain with it. And then after about 14 days, what we found from the animal research and the human blood and urine analysis is that it takes about 10 to 14 days to acclimate to it. There's uh, individuals that are sensitive to it and feel it right away. Um, but for the most part, you know, average people that are, aren't sensitive, uh, to subtle energy or any of this kind of stuff, you know, they usually start feeling it about the two week mark. Um, and, and the cube is really just, they'll all protect against 5G. We do have a 5G unit that people will see on our website, uh, which I wanted to clarify on that. That one is designed primarily only for people that are in line of sight of a 5G repeater, which is the most damaging area. For everything else, the cube, the normal ultra, those will all work. Um, the plug-in, again, it's more for rural areas, but again, we've just upgraded it and made it a little bit stronger. So people that are in tight living quarters or on a budget, they could still have adequate protection in this, you know, this 5G era. Yeah, I'm getting the cube. And then the portables you are meant to carry like on your body or in a purse or something? Yes, absolutely. So this is the biggest misnomer about the portables. A lot of people um, will buy it and just expect that that's going to be strong enough to protect them. And that's, that's not the case. However, I mean, I get feedback from college students and people that, you know, obviously are on a budget, they get it and they it just, they sleep better. They get a lot of benefits and it's the same algorithm, same, same frequency range and all of this kind of stuff that it's just the power. You can only pull so much power from a lithium ion battery. Um, so the idea behind it is to be used with a home unit. So wherever your sleep, wherever you sleep, wherever your, um, your base camp is, that's where you want a cube uh, plug-in or cube or one of the plug-in units. Um, the portable is designed so when you're like running errands or you're going catching a flight or you're just running from here and there, here to there, uh, that'll, it's like a tap on the shoulder or a whisper and, and kind of sweeps the cells and reminds them to stay entrained. Um, so it works at that level, but it's not total protection from like cell towers and, and all this kind of stuff in, in your localized environment. For example, when I travel uh, on business or otherwise, I always have my cube uh, in my luggage. So if I'm at a hotel or an Airbnb, I'll set that up. And then if I'm just running out to a meeting or out to dinner, or whatever I'm doing, you know, I'll bring the portable with me wherever I go. And that keeps the cells entrained pretty well. So would you, so if you have a cube, would you put a plug-in in your bedroom, even if you have the cube in your house? So the way scalar works is different. So, um, having two cubes doesn't give you more protection. Having oh, a cube and a plug-in doesn't give you more protection. Um, 
um, the, the, the thing is that body's always going to tune in to the strongest signal in the environment. Got it. So if you have your portable on you and you walk in your house and you're in the field of a plug-in or a cube, your body's going to simply pretty much ignore the, um, the portable unit and it's going to tune into the strongest signal. Because again, it's like a radio station. Your body can only pay attention to so much and make coherent sense out of it. Um, so in that regard, um, you know, people, some people travel with the plug-in and keep the cube at home. I just like having the extra power and, um, and yeah, so having five different cubes in your house, isn't going to be, it's the same level of scalar emission. Got it. All of those cubes. That's that really sense. interesting. And I wonder, like you have some of the research on your website, which I think is really cool about live blood analysis and the, the changes when, you know, somebody has one of the devices um, mm -hmm. next to them. And you talk about, you also talk about um, research in a poultry farm and also with dairy cow somatic cell count. And I was reading a part and I just wanted to clarify this because I thought it was interesting. You were talking about in the poultry farm, it says like a reduction of parasites they found. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is that because the body is able to then fight things off because it's not in a state of fighting off all of the EMFs? Yeah, that's the creepy fun stuff that nobody wants to talk about is that we're always exposed to parasites and microbes and mold, yeast, fungus in the environment and our body's always fighting that off. So you can imagine if your immune system's stronger, you could probably deal with that quite a bit better. Um, but yeah, they found the, the crystallization in the blood, quality of the eggs, the, even the noise. They didn't really document that so much in the original um, uh, document that I, I read. Uh, but Mark, who was there, he said that the decibel level, the actual noise was quite a bit lower. Um, and you'll see too that the, the deaths went down to zero for the first couple of weeks of just plugging something into a wall. And they were averaging 60 to 100 deaths per month because it's factory farming, you know, they're all confined, they're nervous animals, you know, they're kind of taking each other out. Um, and that's, it's crazy that you can plug something in and then have zero deaths for the first two weeks, but that only rose to four to six deaths uh, for the following two weeks thereafter. So um, if you think of the, at the end of the one year study, so it was more of a, a longer term study, they literally had, um, I think it was a 70 or 80% reduction in, in mortality. So, I mean, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. going from like losing 60 to hundred uh, a month down to a new average of, you know, 16 to 20. So it's, it's amazing. Pretty, pretty incredible that something can harmonize them so much and make them feel more relaxed and comfortable. Uh, and they can't have a placebo effect. They don't, they can't believe in it. They don't know what's going on. And these were uh, devices. This was done back in 2000. So the technology is far surpassed that we're actually working on new, um, heart rate variability testing. There's one test that I want to really find if somebody can do, um, hopefully I can attract this somehow. But one thing that we know about electromagnetic radiation, uh, especially from Wi-Fi, is that these voltage gated calcium channels in the brain, they actually re um, release a hundred times more calcium than normal, which is outrageous. So anxiety, depression, all these kind of other um, neurological um, imbalances, tend to occur with a lot of exposure to EMF. So it's important to take magnesium that absorbs directly into the brain, take vitamin C products that, because vitamin C concentrates in the brain, if you get the right type, like uh, the product potency, um, getting the brain nutrition up, getting a blue shield. And we, we don't have the, the hard data on it, but my, my hypothesis is that it's gonna affect those voltage gated ch channels like it's affected all of these other aspects. Free, radi free radical end products and, and all of the things that we've seen in the animal testing. 
You know what would be fascinating too is I don't know if you've studied kids, but I was I was fascinated with my own child who react who had such a strong reaction immediately after I plugged it in to say something to me. He's like, "Mommy, what's that?" Like he could feel it. I could see it in his face. And he was like, what's that? What's that? What's it doing? You know what I mean? And so what would be fascinating too is because I think a lot of like just intuitively, a lot of the kids are very um, energetically sensitive children that are on the planet at this time. And that a lot of the, um, they're having a lot of reactions, right? As young, we didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in a time that had this much EMF. And so a lot of, you know, I think a lot of the behavioral stuff and a lot of the stuff that we're witnessing in the younger generation also has to do with interacting with us. So it'd be interesting to study these things like in school environments or in environments with children that don't necessarily have words for it or a filtering system, mm-hmm. um, but are feeling the shifts in the energy. So I don't know, I'm just throwing that out there to you. Well, yeah. And also, you know, we're obviously talking about EMF and we're talking about how to protect ourselves from this type of pollution that we don't have a choice about. Um, but we can't be ignorant to the fact that a lot of other stuff has changed in the environment, toxicity, um, there's more sure. plastic than ever. There's, you know, people are experimenting with these crazy uh, retroviral vaccine loads. I mean, there's yep. all kinds of stuff going on. Yep. And EMF exacerbates a lot of that because it's just another burden on the immune system. You know? Yeah, no, it's interesting. But I think, you know, being able to separate these things out and test for them individually too is just powerful information. I'm sure, sure it's all of it, right? I mean, there's all these factors, but um, to be able to, just because kids don't have, you know, usually the words or the understanding to say things, but they have very pure reactions to yeah. what they feel in their environment, right? At an emotional level, at an energetic level. So I don't know, it just came up. I'm throwing it out there to you. So um, it's, it's, it's very so- much, yeah, it's very, I think it's very valid because like you said earlier in the conversation, people don't think about it. They don't feel it usually. Right. They, they feel it. They just don't know they're feeling it. So they right. don't even know to look for EMF as some kind of causal factor in a lot of different symptoms that people are feeling, you know? Well, yeah. And anything that is going to take the pressure off your immune system, right? And allow your immune system to strengthen is going to help every single thing, right? I mean, that's a lot of the basis of, of everything in our life is having a strong um, immune system. So mm-hmm. I think it's powerful. It's been, I'm super happy you are coming on the show to talk about this because I think it's been um, very powerful for me. And you guys, if you're interested in finding out more, you can go to thesoulfrequency.com forward slash EMF protect. So that's thesoulfrequency.com forward slash EMF and the word protect, P-R-O-T-E-C-T. And what's so cool is you can get 10% off by using the coupon code Soul Frequency. So you can check out the plugin model, the cube, the portable model, um, and get 10% off your order using the coupon code Soul Frequency. So when you're on the order page, there's a little section on the top that asks if you have a coupon and you can just plug in Soul Frequency and get a little discount. So really cool. I'm going to ask you the four questions we ask all of our guests. Um, so share whatever rises to the surface first. The first question is, what is a deep truth that you've come across in your life that was very powerful for you? Hmm. I wasn't prepared for all that. Um, <laughs> so deep truth. You know, probably one of the first principles, uh, I'm a Tai Chi practitioner um, and will be the rest of my life. I'm really dedicated to it. And um one of, the, one of the first and foremost principles is relax. I think that's such a profound truth 
because we're all in our head a lot of the time. We, we hold tension, we're working at the computer, we're going about our daily lives. We don't even recognize that we're holding tension. And from the Chinese medicine perspective, um, circulation, blood, chi, all that stuff has to flow. And the imbalances of that are remediated by unblocking these blockages through needlework, through herbs, through, through different modalities, body work. Um, so relaxation in the sense of being able to control and be conscious of it uh, was pretty, one of the biggest profound shifts. Um, I healed myself from an old shoulder injury just for Tai Chi alone. Um, so that's a, that's a pretty, that's one at the top of the list. Amazing. And what is it that you released in your life when you really understood the power of relaxation? Like it could be limiting belief or ways of being in the world or things, you know, having life change the way you understand life. What was it for you that got released? The tension. <laughs> when, you, when you're relaxed, you can release tension and you can perceive you're just more efficient from a mental perspective and emotional perspective, you're less rigid in your belief systems. You're able to kind of be kind and, and see um, things from a different point of view, which is incredibly important in this, these political states that we're in these days. Um, and, and just being able to release the tension, you, you have less physical stress and inflammation. So um, on mental, emotional, physical levels, it's, it's profound being able to control the difference between relaxation and, and tension. And when you can do the standing meditation or sitting meditation or however you practice it, um, being able to scan your body, run the energy and feel where you're holding places attention and be able to soften and release that. It, it's probably the best bang for your buck out of anything you can do because you're harmonizing the body, body and the mind, you're harmonizing the nerves, you're allowing uh, chi to cultivate and sink to the dantian where then it can circulate to the rest of the body, increasing circulation, oxygenation. Um, there's a lot of good stuff just coming from relaxing. So just releasing of tension that was unnecessary was the biggest um, factor there. Amazing. And what, what would you say, like something specific or maybe even a couple of things that changed in your life experience when you started of work, like within your own body? Um, certainly more energy because I wasn't burning up a lot of energy, holding tension. Um, things, things seem to, I know this sounds cheesy, but things seem to manifest a lot more effectively. Um, it, it's almost like when you're relaxed and you, you develop a conscious awareness of some, um, subtle energy, you, you, you just kind of have an intuitive feeling about what you should do or what you shouldn't do. Cause that's, that's a big problem for people. People are so in their mind, they're confused. They're, uh, people take diets, right? When they want to lose weight, but they don't realize part of your diet is actually what you bring into your mind yeah. and how much energy that uses. So when you can realize that and let it go you you see all the subconscious stuff running on autopilot behind the scenes and being able to consciously relax allows you to kind of um yeah move past that and, and let go of unnecessary things so it creates space and room for better things to come in and gives you more of a a better compass so to speak of which direction yeah. you go so true the fourth question is a line like what is it in your life that keeps you um, feeling aligned, like to the way you want to live, to your truth, to the intentions, to your work. Nature. I got to get outside backpacking, spending time in nature, doing Tai Chi in nature, hanging out with friends in nature, um, just understanding nature better, playing with plants, you know, um, gardening, just being outside. It's a real reset button for me. I, 
I'm really busy these days. I don't get to do it enough, but yeah, when I, when I take some time to go off grid, that's when I feel the most recharged. Oh, that's amazing. It's so true. And you get that, those natural frequencies, right? Coming from nature that are, I think our biggest natural healer. Yeah. I mean, it biotunes your body. If you think about it, it puts you in alpha brainwave state. There's a lot of, I mean, there's more than we can go on to like with the immune system and the soil bacteria. I mean, there's just a, yeah, nature heals. I mean, we want to sit inside of our electromagnetic cage and shine lights on us and play with all these gadgets and stuff all the time when really get some sun, get some air, go outside and ground, walk barefoot and enjoy your life. That's, that's really going to heal your genetics far faster and more efficiently than most tech that you can get your hands on. It's so true, right? I mean, I often think about it. I'm like, it's so simple and we want to make it so complicated, right? It's like, let's create all this other stuff. It's like, no, just go outside. It's all good. But it's, yeah. you know, I think the tech has an amazing place. And I think, you know, sure. what's been created here and uh, what you guys are doing is really powerful. It's been for my family. So thank you. Just as yeah. a personal user of the product, I'm really, really grateful. It really does feel like a different environment here in our house. And, and we work here too. So we spend a lot of time here. So I'm appreciative. Um, and thank you for sharing your incredible knowledge on the show today. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm Shauna Lee, and you've been listening to the Soul Frequency Show podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Soul Frequency. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. Join me next week for more powerful awakenings and positive vibes. Mm-hmm.